millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. WWE already planning for life beyond the Thunderdome. Plus, Mickey James and Asuka. What happened? We found out and we'll talk about it in a bit. And how did Sasha Banks get to the edges of the galaxy so quickly? For Wednesday, September the 16th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. to play Tina Turner on the Cultaholic Wrestling News podcast. So life beyond Thunderdome could be very, very likely in the next few months. According to WrestleVotes, who are normally pretty on the money with stuff like this, they tweeted out yesterday, over the past week or so, WWE assembled a small team to figure out if running TV from outdoor venues would be feasible once the Thunderdome contract expires. The idea is that both SmackDown and Raw would be in the same location each week. Southern states with good weather is the preference, all to be determined. Sports reporter John Alba has added to this and said, there are multiple outdoor venues WWE could explore in Florida, should it choose to once the Thunderdome deal in Orlando ends at the end of October. The Mid-Florida Credit Union Amphitheater in Tampa immediately comes to mind plus any other venues should they bring canopies. Hurricane season wraps up in Florida around this time, which makes that rather ideal for running outdoors. Finding spacious venues with vigilant protocols for fan safety will be key. Most Florida sports teams have run safely with limited fans so far. Also, wrestling companies like Game Changer Wrestling and Warrior Wrestling have started running outdoor events in the US to great success. New Japan, of course, have been successfully running stadium events since their comeback. And I'm not surprised that WWE is going to follow suit here. There was conversations about holding SummerSlam outdoors this year, but they couldn't find uh, a suitable location. This is once again a consideration for the end of October, whether this is a cost-based thing, uh, that having a residency uh, in the Amway isn't feasible. It could be a case of they would just want to keep changing up the location. You know, we had two months, maybe three, was it? in the Performance Center, and it saw a, a drop in ratings. So I guess that WWE are keen to keep moving where they can. So a few months in the Thunderdome and then a few months outdoors. Maybe if we're still not in a position to 
hold events with live crowds again, maybe back to a Thunderdome-type setup elsewhere. But the idea of doing events outdoors for WWE, certainly a possibility, and now they have set up a crack team to try and bring this to life somehow. With a title, Oscar shoulders it down, and a two! Mickey almost stole one there, and Oscar now though drags uh -oh, Mickey James go. down. Uh -oh. Oscar locking it in. Mickey James in trouble. This is bad news for the challenger. Can Mickey James on oh. this move maneuver? Mickey able to somehow roll through, and I believe Mickey tapped out. What? Did Mickey tap out? What happened? There? The officials ruling What's he saying? Well, we're going to wait to hear what the uh, the ring announcer has to say from the official here. You win the Oscar, Mickey couldn't continue. What? Go. Just been informed by the referee that Mickey James can no longer continue. Therefore, your winner and still the Raw Women's Champion, Oscar. So confusing scenes at the end of the Raw Women's Championship match. I've had my two cents on this already on Raw Graded, which you can watch on the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now. I love Mickey James, have done for many years. She's always been a great performer. Asuka, one of the best on planet Earth. They had an off night. They had a really off night, even before that finish. Something about the match didn't click. I want them to go again, and I want them to knock it out of the park. I really, really do. I feel really bad saying that. It's not my, it's not my, it's not how I roll. Just, just dumping on wrestling matches like that with two incredibly talented performers. But calling it as I saw it, they had a bad night. We all have bad nights. Anyway, enough of that. The finish confused us more than anything else. And there was some concern from numerous parties. I know Lance Storm was tweeting it and Mick Foley was tweeting it that Mickey James had been injured. And that was why the match came to a very sudden end. PW Insider have an update for us today. They say, quote, the planned finish was for Mickey James to tap out to the Oscar lock, but the bell was rung prematurely. While James and Oscar were grappling with James selling Oscar, trying to lock her into a submission halt. PW Insider have been told by numerous sources that the decision was made to ring the bell out of concern that James might actually have been out on her feet due to the way she was selling the move. We are told that James was actually fine and just did an excellent job of selling that she was out of it. The so good that she fooled those overseeing the match, including the referee. We've heard different versions of who called for the finish, but the decision was made that the match be stopped out of concern for James, who was actually fine. Reassuring to hear that Mickey James is doing okay. I think my concern was maybe there may have been an injury along the line there somewhere. But uh, it just turns out that Mickey James is just really, really good at selling. You can see the frustration in Mickey's face as uh, as that match came to a conclusion, sort of looking up and like looking up at the referee as if to say, "What? What are you doing?" Even the referee was kind of a little bit confused by everything that went on. So sad the match ended the way it did. I'm sad the match as a whole went the way it did. I want these guys to have a rematch. Let's go again. Let's make it one to remember. Crazy. The 
the beast from Bulgaria. Miro is the best man. Miro is indeed the best man. That was his debut for AEW. And there's big plans for Miro as part of All Elite Wrestling. But one person that will not factor into those plans is Pac. Now, this came up on Miro's YouTube channel. And when asked about working with Pac, there was the fans who were excited about the potential matches that Miro could be having. Miro said, quote, Pac already tore my bicep. I'm not working with him anymore. I'm done with him. I'm not working with Pac anymore. He is, of course, referring to back in WWE when then Neville and then Rusev had a match which led to Miro tearing his bicep and taking some time away. Now, we don't quite know whether this was Miro sort of living the gimmick, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, or whether or not he was genuine that he doesn't want to work with Pac anymore. I mean, all you've done there really is just wet our appetite for Miro versus Pac. I don't know if that was your intention or not, but either way, that's what you've done. Hopefully this is just a bit of a storyline thing. Hopefully this is just a little bit of uh, of tongue being planted firmly in cheek because, uh, I don't know, with the, uh, with the training wheels off, Miro and Pac, I think, could have a really good time in the ring. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Recently, I had to come to this ring and I had to do the hardest thing I've ever had to do my entire life. That was to give up something that you love Something that the boys and the girls in the back love. Something that I love, and that's professional wrestling. And I had to retire. The very guy 
that tries to change my trajectory of my career. Not only that, try to ruin my life, becomes the Impact World Champion. I know you care, and I know you got your concerns, Scott. But what I'm asking you is to let me get back in this ring and fight Eric Young. I love your fighting spirit, and I know you never say die. Rich, when you were in a neck collar at the hospital, I was right there at your side the whole time because I have mad respect for you. And I know how much you want to compete. And you did beat Eric Young at Slammiversary. And that was amazing. And you should be next in line, Rich. But sometimes things don't quite go right. And Rich, the fact is, if right now in your condition, I put you in a match with Eric Young, what you might be isn't next in line. What you might be is crippled. I appreciate a very emotional Rich Swan pleading his case, and here comes the world-class maniac. Here comes the man that retired Rich Swan, the man that put Rich Swan out. Here's Eric Young, and what business does Eric Young have out here right now? And Eric Young just shoved down, stopped the all. What in the world is wrong with this guy? There goes Rich Swan all over Eric Young after Eric Young just shoved down Scott DeMore. Rich! You should listen to this too, Eric Young. Because before I was so rudely interrupted, what I was about to say, I heard your words, and they hit me right here. And the fact is, you know the risk, and I see that fire. So Rich, get ready. Because October 24th, you should take this piece of out. So there we go. Your Bound for Glory main event is set, and it is going to be Eric Young defending the Impact World Championship against Rich Swan, a match that has been bubbling over since Slammiversary. It was at Slammiversary that we saw the return of Eric Young and the consequent battering of Rich Swan, causing Swan to go into retirement. This led to Eric Young coming out battering him some more and now we have our main event for October the 24th Bound for Glory Eric Young versus Rich Swan for the Impact World Championship really like the build to this one really excited to see where this one goes uh, next week on Impact Wrestling we have uh, a unique situation involving the X Division Championship we're going to have a three-way match pitting TJP uh, up against Trey Miguel and Chris Bay the winner will face Rohit Raju for the X Division title immediately after the match. A bit of a triple threat theatre on Impact next week. Also, Tennille Dashwood will make her in-ring return for Impact Wrestling. She'll take on the former Knockouts champion, Jordan Grace. If you live in the UK and you want to follow what goes on with Impact Wrestling, you can watch it on the free tier of the Impact Plus app right now. An update on Teddy Hart from PW Insider. Teddy Hart's real name, Edward Annis, age 40, has been sentenced to 10 days in prison in Richmond County Jail 
following a court hearing before the court, the Richmond City Circuit Courts Criminal Division in Virginia. Uh, PW Insider has covered this story, as has many other news outlets over the last few months. Uh, Annis was arrested on the 12th of February. He was pulled over by authorities in Richmond, uh, and he was charged with possession of Schedule Three narcotics and possession with intent to sell or distribute. Now, during the court hearing, Uh, Back on the 10th of September, it was ruled that there was indeed probable cause in regard to charges of possession of a Schedule 3 narcotic and with possession to sell or distribute. And those charges will move to a grand jury. They'll decide uh, to bring official charges against Annis following the evaluation of evidence against him, and they'll go from there. But as it stands, 10 days imprisoned in Richmond County Jail for Teddy Hartz. According to Virginia law, possession of a Schedule 3 controlled substance is a Class 1 misdemeanor, can be punished with up to 12 months in jail. We'll have an update on the situation around Teddy Hart, uh, cultaholic.com when we get it. Lana has took to Twitter over cyberbullying. She tweeted out yesterday, it's crazy that I can post a video on my Instagram and get so much hate and cyberbullying comments. And then Natalie can post the same video and everyone can say it's the best TikTok ever. It's the same video that I made. Why are you all such bullies to me? If all of you keep coming at me in cyberbullying ways, the entire household of Miro and my, my social medias will be turned off. Mental health is the most important. Cyberbullying can really affect someone's mental health. Please have respect and stop cyberbullying me. Vince McMahon, apparently not a big fan of Andrade. So... When Paul Heyman was running Monday Night Raw, he kind of picked guys like Alistair Black and Andrade as people to build Monday Night Raw around. Paul Heyman no longer there now. And Dave Meltzer goes into detail. He says, when Heyman got replaced, Alistair Black and Andrade were the two guys uh, that he was really going to get behind. And they were really going to be in trouble when he left because Vince doesn't necessarily see a lot in them compared to what Heyman saw in them. Uh, This might be a possible explanation for why we've seen Andrade take a bit of a backseat lately. Sort of the the focus on the team has been Angel Garza as a Lothario and Zelina Vega uh, now obviously breaking away from the team. This may sort of see Andrade take a step back on Monday Night Raw. I guess we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Mike Bennett was on Busted Open Radio. He was talking about the conversations that he had had with Vince McMahon. He said, quote, I have many good conversations with Vince. After we had our first child, him and Maria, not him and Vince, that'd be weird. He said, I remember going into Vince's office and I was like, look, if this isn't working out, if I'm not what you thought I was or whatever, or you just didn't see anything in me, then just let me go for a couple of years and maybe I'll come back. We'll just figure it out. And he straight up told me, I've seen your work. I think you're good. We just have to find the right storyline that fits. We have just have to find the right place for you. I've got a million guys right now. The one thing I respect about Vince is that he will always brutally be honest with me. He'll never sugarcoat anything. I wish other people in the company wouldn't sugarcoat things for me or just try to do things. But Vince, if I went to him directly, he was always straight up with me with what was going on. And so we did have those conversations and we had many opportunities when me and Maria went in there we pitched stuff Vince didn't always seem and Vince always seemed open to it he always seemed to be very respectful about everything the ideas just didn't materialise 
and I know how that works. I know I'll go in there. I'll tell Vince one thing. He might like it, but Roman goes in there. Seth goes in there. Bray goes in there right after me and he probably doesn't remember it after that which sucks it sucks for smaller guys who are trying to get their names up there but at the end of the day it's just how that company works i tried maria tried and it didn't work so what else are you gonna do Booker T on his Hall of Fame podcast revealed that he tested positive for COVID-19. He said, the CDT, the CDC told me I have tested positive for the coronavirus back at the end of June. I never got any results back, but they called me today to tell me that back at the end of June when I got tested, I tested positive. Thank God I'm still here and I've got a healthy immune system and God spared me on this one, but I couldn't have been one, I could have been one of the nearly 200,000 that didn't know I had this and I was gone on my way to the next life. Thank God I was smart enough to quarantine from the family. I stayed away from everyone and I stayed there for a couple of weeks until I started feeling better, until everything started subsiding, even my taste. I waited until that started to come back a little bit before I started meeting up with the family. I've had three tests since then. They've all come back negative. But it just goes to show how backed up we really are with this system that we're working with. As far as people finding out they've got this or if they've not got it, I am living proof. In an interview on the two-man power trip, Mike Rotunda talked about his release from WWE. Uh, Rotunda was one of those uh, that was furloughed back in April and now subsequently is gone. Uh, He says in the interview... I kind of prepared myself for it, but I wasn't exactly sure what was going to happen, which I'm fine with. I had a long run there. I'm 62 years old, and to be honest with you, it was harder and harder to do all the traveling and keep that pace. It definitely helps being a little younger when you're trying to keep the pace that you've had to working with WWE. My wife and I have been married for 36 years, and in October, and all three of those years, all three, all but three of those years, I've been on the road. So I'm actually enjoying being home more, to be around my wife more, see my grandkids more, get a chance to go fishing more, which I like to do whilst living here in Florida. Really pleased to hear that Mike Rotunda is at a little bit of peace following leaving WWE. You can get a free wrestling audio book on us if you go to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Pick one of the latest reads, such as from Under the Black Hat, which is Jim Ross's incredible story as read by the man himself. Uh, the the Death of WCW by R.D. Reynolds and Brian Alvarez, a personal favorite of mine. There's a whole load of books on there. Uh, check out which one that you like. Pick it up on us by signing up to a 30-day trial to Audible. If you love Audible, happy days. If you're not a fan, you can cancel it off and keep the audiobook. That's our gift to you. Get yourself a free wrestling audiobook right now at cultaholic.com forward slash audible. And the official trailer for the second season of The Mandalorian was released by Disney yesterday. And you may have spotted SmackDown's own Sasha Banks on the edge of the galaxy. So back in February, there were rumours, we talked about them on this podcast, that Sasha Banks had a role in the upcoming season of The Mandalorian. Nothing was officially confirmed. We did have a back and forth over the summer between Banks and Cara Dune, a.k.a. actress Gina Carano. She tweeted about wanting to come to a WWE show and Sasha promised to whoop her ass if she did. Uh, But those rumours about her being in the show are indeed true. You can see her with a hood over her head very briefly in the trailer for The Mandalorian 2. It's pretty cool. Check out cultaholic.com. Do you want to find out why Rusev 
and Cesaro actually lost their first names. There is a reason behind it. There is a method to the madness. We talk about it at cultaholic.com right now, plus details on when we will next see Ivar from the Viking Raiders following surgery. More on that at cultaholic.com. On the Cultaholic podcast feed, a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review available right now. It's myself and Matthew Gregg doing a watch-along of the UK-only pay-per-view, Insurrection 2000. You can check that out for free uh, by subscribing to the podcast, which if you're hearing this, you already have. It'll be the last podcast uh, that was available for download. It's very easily enabled. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now, if you missed our raw graded analysis, you can watch that right now. That is available for you as we go down every segment from Monday night's episode of Raw. Also, if you missed it, Adam Bacitti had a playthrough of WWE 2K Battlegrounds. This is uh, the brand new 2K game that's coming out this year. What did we make of it? Check out Adam's thoughts on our YouTube channel right now. Join us on twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic later today as Jack and Owen are back together on the Twitch channel. Maybe playing a bit of Football Manager. Maybe playing a bit of Fall Guys. Join them and find out later today at twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.